Welcome to Swing It Like Backhands podcast. Today we are going to talk about mental coaching for tennis athletes. My name is Caroline. I'm a full-time tennis coach leading my own tennis school and I'm focused on mental coaching. Let's talk about mind games. We start right away. Your worst enemy can become your mind, but your mind needs to become your best friend. But if you really want that, you need to train your mind. When you play during a match or during practice, I'm sure all of you had your ups and downs, right? It's normal. But the problem is, most of the players, including top players, the way they behave on the court follows the way they play on the court. First exercise. Imagine a big mountain that has a steep inclination and a steep declination, which repeats itself over and over again. You find yourself on top of that mountain. Let's take this exercise in the context of tennis. When you or your kids are on top of that mountain, everything is fine because you're winning. You start behaving like a champion. You start celebrating the points. You are happy, very motivated. You might think, my kid is incredibly talented. Ho-ho. My kid has a big potential to become a professional tennis player. And just like this, the declination of the mountain starts appearing, which means you start making mistakes or losing your focus. All of a sudden, you see yourself in a really weak moment and find yourself at the very bottom of that big mountain. Now it's your turn. Take a pencil and write down the first question. Do you know what we call a weak moment in tennis? Now, pause the podcast, take a moment to write down your answers and ideas. Don't limit yourself. Write all that comes to your mind. Then, return and press play. So now that you have some ideas written down, let me explain you what a weak moment can look like. It's like being in a storm. Your opponent is on fire. You start missing many shots. You get tired. Everything starts to be against you. It's a tough situation. You make mistakes. You can't focus anymore. Here we are, at the very bottom of the mountain I mentioned. Now, you can see that the behavior completely changed. What happens in moments like this? Some players want to break their rackets. Some want to stop playing right away. Or are very angry and frustrated. They rush in between the points. By imagining a mountain with the steep inclination and a steep declination where the top of the mountain represents the player's best game and the bottom the worst. You can see what it means to be a less consistent tennis player on the court. You might have seen some players behaving super professional at the beginning of the match and 10 minutes after they behave like complete jerks. Absolutely foolish. This is very dangerous and it means that the way you play has a big influence on how you behave on the court. If you want to reduce your ups and downs, I say reduce, not avoid, because you will for sure have your ups and downs, we need to have a more consistent line, a consistent state of mind. Which means, I need to have the right attitude on the court. And my mental state of mind has to be the same, whatever happens. But how to do that? Let's take our pencils and paper again to write down a second exercise. Think about the following. What could be the right attitude on the court? 
How can my mental state of mind become consistent, even though I am playing the shittiest tennis? Now, similar to what we did before, pause the podcast and take another moment to write down your ideas. Let me explain you what it can look like. We first imagine a mountain with a very steep inclination and declination. Now imagine a smaller mountain, which is less inclined and declined. Let's put player A to climb the steeper mountain and player B to climb the less steep mountain. Let's also imagine that both players have the same physical condition. Compare both mountains. Now the final goal is for both players to climb up and down their mountains four times. Which player will most likely be faster in reaching their goal? Let me explain you the result. Player B will win. This one is more consistent, the weak moments are not very deep and long, the journey is easier for this player because he or she knows how to bounce back from the weak moments. Player A, on the other hand, has to travel very deep and long weakness curves until he or she can reach the top again. You can see that player A has indeed a huge potential, his mountain is very high up. He is possibly even more talented than player B, but the lowest point of his mountain can be a true disaster to his mental state of mind. As mentioned, player B might not be as talented as A, but as his lowest point of the mountain is not so far from the highest, he knows how to bounce back quicker and easier. He does not need to always play amazing to win a match. He needs only one thing, mental consistency. This also applies for professional tennis players. They are aware of how to flip the situation around. In order to do this, most of the times, change needs to come from inside. So in practice, player A maybe needs to change the following. The way he or she sees the situation. The way he or she focuses the way he or she handles emotions. It is clear that if you want to change the outside factors, it needs to start from inside. Or in other words, the way you think. Question. Who has many ups and downs? Ah, come on, be honest. Clearly everyone, all tennis players have experienced this a couple of times. So if you train your brain, which is a muscle like any other that you train at the gym or on the tennis court, you are going to reduce your ups and downs. I repeat, we can only reduce and not avoid the ups and downs. Now it's time to train your brain. The following questions will help you to understand who you are and how you react to certain situations. Answer them on your own and take your time. Do not rush. The first five participants that message me on Instagram with their answers will receive some hints and directions from me. Here we go. Question number one. How do you feel when you are at the top of the mountain? Question number two. What are you focusing on when you are at the top of the mountain? Question number three. Do you rush or take your time when you are at the top of the mountain? And now ask yourself the same questions when you are at the bottom of the mountain. Question number four. How do you feel when you are at the bottom of the mountain? Question number five. What are you focusing on when you are at the bottom of the mountain? Question number six. Do you rush or take your time when you are at the bottom of the mountain? And here we are. This was my first podcast. Thank
thank you so much for listening. Looking forward to hear some feedback. And please let me know if there are any topics you would love to hear more about. See you on the court. Bye. Oh, 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 oh